<sighs> Lockdown six, huh? <laughs> what a time to be alive. I think we've recorded more episodes in lockdown than we have out. Yeah, I'm starting to feel that that actually is the case. It'd be, I'd be interested to know what the percentage is. Could I be bothered figuring it out? Probably not. Hello, welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that comes to you live from lockdown 95% of the time, bringing you the stories <laughs> from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me, dead. I'm CJ. And I'm Amanda. And we're what? back. Am I, am I abandoning Amanda? I, still I don't know. know. You seem to change every second episode. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'll make, it, I'll make a decision one day. It's just not today. Speaking of lockdowns and shit, I'm booked in to get vaccinated. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm going in on the 18th. That's not that far away. It's not. It's the Wednesday Nine after... Days. A week after this episode goes live. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Excited? Um, no, I've just got that little niggling thing. It was like, oh, I'm going to be the one that gets the blood clot. Oh, my God. And CJ. I know it's stupid. I know. And I'm like, God damn it. It's all the media's fault. Yeah, no, you're going to be fine. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know I will be. But it's like, you know, you know what I'm like. <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to be over soon. And then you'll already know that you're fine. So, yeah, I think I did hear that they might be considering like next week or the week after opening Pfizer to my age range. So that'd be good. That'd be good. Because as soon as that happens, I'll be booking in. Yeah. And I guess for anyone who's listening for the first time on this episode, I cannot have the AstraZeneca. Otherwise, I would. Yeah. That's what I figured in the end. I was like, oh, look, you know, I wanted the Pfizer, but then the Pfizer. Pfizer, the the Pfizer, <laughs> I wanted the Pfizer, but then I decided because I thought it was going to need less shots, but it turns out that was wrong. And now I'm like, well, look, I'm not at a risk for blood clots ever in my life, and if I take the AstraZeneca, then that means there's an extra dose of Pfizer out there for someone else who can't have AstraZeneca, like yourself. So fuck it, I'll just go get the the one You're that's still very, very good and very, very unlikely to actually harm me anyway. So whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I do understand like people's hesitancy in a way, but yeah. also you. are at much more risk dying in a car accident every time you go out, so. Yeah, yeah, and the hesitancy only comes from the fact that, like, they've got, it's all the media and the government's fault, because they were like, ooh, the virus is giving you blood clots. Well, I also get the hesitancy because no one knows what the fuck is happening. Yeah, that too. Like, the information is very um, confusing, so, like, you get told, no, you can't have it, no, you can't have it, actually, no, you can't, no, you can, no, okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> And then, like, there are some doctors that won't give it to people under the age range or whatever it is. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean, at least, I guess the decision's made for me, so it doesn't really matter, but... My main concern now, though, is what if after I get it, I walk past the fridge and get stuck to it? Oh, because you're magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> Those videos are so funny because it's clearly just that, like, you know, your skin is a bit, like, it's not completely dry all the time, so These of course it have... sticks to you. Not learnt about a thing called friction. No, I guess... Anyway, doesn't matter. I want to tell you about this fucked up thing. I already tweeted about it a little while ago, but yesterday I learned about a group of people that have regressed so far into anti-vax, they've become anti-germ theory and don't believe germs exist. So we really, ha we really have gone back in time. Yep. They believe all diseases caused by this one thing called tax taxoma or something like that that they've dubbed and uh it's all due to just like impurities in your body and you can cure everything by detoxing i mean i feel like if it was that easy everyone would just do that and that like the only thing you should eat is fruit not even vegetables that don't that those are toxic do they follow freely i don't know i didn't i found out about this group because of the um i found out about it because i follow this instagram account called like neckbeard fancy that posts like cringy nice guy shit like weird messages that women get mm. uh and they found it and they were showing it off. I'm like, this is so cooked. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, you would think that humanity would move forward. This is, yeah, this is literally like going back to like when people thought like a miasma was a thing. And like, oh, you got sick because yeah. of bad air. So you better go to the countryside and then send their kids away. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it's so. Like, like I'm, just, I'm just sad for humanity, basically. Uh, there is like a part of me that's like, I kind of get it in a way. I mean, it's fucking dumb. But also, it's better than thinking that COVID's a real thing that you can't do anything about. Yeah. Like, it's, like maybe it's a coping strategy. No, it's not a good one. I'm not saying it is. But I think, like, it gives you sort of back some of the control. I mean, the message of eat more fruit isn't a bad one, but... No. Probably um, shouldn't make up your but whole then, diet. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever um, seen any of Freely's videos. I don't even know who this is. Okay, so Freely the Banana Girl, you know her, never heard of her? Ah, uh, ringing a bell. She's a vegan activist. 
she has a YouTube channel. She says some wild stuff. But basically, like, she would do dumb things like recommending eating 20 bananas for breakfast. That's... I don't think I could eat 20 bananas in one sitting. I don't think I could eat, like, volume-wise yeah. that much. That sounds like a lot. I think she makes them into, like, massive smoothies and then drinks them, but, like, that it's still too right. many. It's still too many. Like, you don't need that many. I think she's um high-carb vegan. Mm-hmm. So, she like, everything that she eats, it's, it's basically mostly fruit and she's in, like, super big quantities. Turn herself radioactive for the banana sheets. <laughs> I don't know. I think the way that she's telling I mean, she's very skinny. Going to say that. She's definitely not putting on weight from fruit. So for everyone who thinks that fruit is bad for you because of the sugar, don't think that's the case. She's yeah, very she's skinny. Yeah, That's what she calls herself. Yeah. Uh, but then she goes on, like, weird rants about how humans are meant to live that way. She's... She's, she's she's a strange person. I have literally gone to her Instagram page and she's like showing up. She's like, I lost 40 pounds over 10 years ago and I've kept it off on a fruit-based diet. And then she shows the picture of herself beforehand. And I'm like, you weren't exactly like unhealthy or even close yeah, to no. mildly overweight to begin with. Yep. Now she's just extremely skinny. Like I would have to think that her body fat percentage is very low. Mm. Um, And yeah, the way that she tells people to eat is ridiculous. Like I guess be vegan and stuff. I, I can get being passionate about that. Um, and she is like meat is murder. Like she's definitely one of those people. Um, I can get behind that. Like that makes sense to me. But the whole like, yeah, just mostly eating fruit in super huge quantity. Like it's just a very unhealthy way to tell people to live basically. Well, look, fruit and veg farming is also murder. Animals die either way. So. Well, I'm not going to go into uh, <laughs> into that or anything, but I just think that, yeah, she does definitely uh, preach an unhealthy way of living. I just remember I actually have some. No, I had a headline and I lost it. What was it? Okay, do I have any other headlines? <laughs> I've got a few. Oh no, it looks like I lost most of them. All right, I have one. So we're, okay, I guess so we're ha- have news. we decided on a name for this headline segment yet? I thought it was just world news. Yeah, I don't know. We're working it was, with that it was for world now. news, no context, wasn't it? So I've got that. I, Although, I can get behind that. Yeah, you start because I'm trying to find my headline again. Okay. Um, my first one, just because it warmed my heart, basically. Britney Spears just bought her first ever iPad and she's beyond excited. I don't know if you've seen oh the photos, God. but she is so happy. <laughs> it seems so weird that she wasn't allowed an iPad. Actually, no. I mean, she I'm wasn't allowed to do anything. Yeah. No. no, and I guess, I mean, it's just such a cute photo where she's walking out of like the store or whatever with it in her hands and she just looks so happy. It's like one of the most wholesome things I think I've ever seen in my life. Truly, we really all should have left Britney alone way back then. Um, We should have listened to Chris Crocker. Don't know what Mm. we were thinking. Okay, I got it. Olympic cameraman stops filming field hockey to focus on a cockroach in the game's final minutes. Baffling fans. Oh my god. I actually did see that. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Was he like, oh, a a cockroach? Like, it's just he's zoomed in right on this cockroach that's just sitting on the yeah. sidelines watching the match. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, right at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, like, instead of filming so the pissed. end of it, like, of like the, there's, like, one point in it in the match. Mm. It's, I'm just going to film oh the cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, is this video footage of it? <laughs> the camera just wipes, and it's just a picture of the cockroach walking away. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Fuck. This one must be an old one, but I found it very amusing. Woman sues McDonald's after complaining that a cheeseburger advert was so irresistible it caused her to break her fast during Lent. That's stupid. I get it. You're hungry. You see a cheeseburger. I'd cave. Yeah. No way I would fast for Lent. What are you talking about? You get that out of the dryer. Oh, my God. Lent. (laughs) You do know what Lent is, right? Hang on. Wait. Do do you know what Lent is? Some religious bullshit. I mean, yeah, basically. I don't really know what it is. I know it's about, like, you give something up for Lent. Yeah, you do. It's like 40 days. Usually ends at Easter, I think. I think you, like, start on Shrove Tuesday. Am I getting this wrong? Am I getting it the wrong way around? I have no idea. It's been a while since I've had to participate in Lent, so I, I, I had to do it when I was a kid. I've um, certainly never done it. Well, I went to a Catholic school, so. A religious observance of the Christian summon calendar begins on Ash Wednesday, but begins approximately six weeks later. Yeah, there you go. So you have your Shrove Tuesday, right? Where you have that's like your pancake day. So you get to eat a lot of pancakes. Mm. And then you have your Ash Wednesday. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure it ends around Easter. I mean, look, based on this really quick search, it kind of looks like Christian Ramadan. I mean, it sort of is, but you get to choose what you give up. Yeah. So, like, 
you can you could give up TV. I will give up being religious for Lent. <laughs> like so, yeah, you get to choose the sacrifice that you make. I, I sacrifice my Christianity, and then you just have like forty days of debauchery, <laughs> and then you come back, <laughs> kind of like an Amish rumspringer. I mean, if you're Catholic, you could do that because then you can come back and just ask God for forgiveness and he will forgive you. And if that doesn't work, you can also just slip Jesus five bucks. Or that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel bad saying that, but also it's kind of factual. So yeah, no, I, fuck that. Martin Luther whatever. was right. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. This whole thing's bullshit. <laughs> okay. A loose venomous cobra is terrorizing a Texas suburb. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bad movie. <laughs> it really like does, but also movie. sounds actually terrifying. But wait, loose is in like he's on the loose, or he's just he's he'll sleep with anyone. Uh, well, I mean, I I don't know about his sexual preferences. That's not in the uh, in the title, really. I think he's on the loose. This one I am confused about. A Russian influencer who drove a Bentley with his girlfriend tied to the roof in a viral video is under investigation. I wonder what for. Did she consent? I mean, even if she consented, I feel like no. Still, mm. like that's still illegal, right? I mean, even if they agree to it, you're still endangering someone else. So Yeah, like if a cop passes you and you've got someone tied to the roof, whether they're like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I feel like that's breaking the law. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, I don't understand because I personally think their meatballs taste like fucking shit. But anyway, that's probably a controversial opinion. IKEA loyal customers can now win a candle that smells like it's famous meatballs. I think I've had them. They were, yeah. They are subpar. They are not good. Um. Like, they're fine, I guess. Honestly. Eat, if you, you have nothing else to eat, but. Yeah, I don't get the whole, like, go to Ikea, stop halfway through, have a meal, and then keep going. No. Well, like, I, you might get, like, a dollar hot dog on the way out, sure. Mm. The meatballs are just not good. Not good at all. But I feel like a lot of people love them, so probably just enraging a lot of people right now. One day I'm going to buy those sharks from Ikea. <laughs> you know, those, those, the, you go there and they've always got, like, a big pile of, like, stuffed sharks. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. One okay. Day. This one is a ride. Man claiming to be Jesus stabs three in home near Pittsburgh. Did he think there were Judas? I mean, how did he think there were three Judases? The devil gave like him the, the power to multiply. <laughs> I don't feel like that's the plural of Ju- Judas, but I'm going with it. Judaism. <laughs> Judaism. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, this one. This one's going to make you feel a little bit sad. Penguins missing visitors, say keepers at Lockdown Thai Zoo. No. Poor little penguins. I've actually read about another zoo where um, s- some of the animals were, like, missing the visitors. So what they mm. did is they've set up, like, live streams where you can, like, log in and chat, video chat with the animals. Oh, that is so precious. So that they can see you and you can see them. And they're like, Oh, yeah. that, that is kind of precious. Hmm. Um, okay, just as we're recording this, I just got a notification so the way that I get these headlines is actually through Reddit. Oh, yeah. And so I have alerts set up for them, and I just got one that I can't not share right now because, <laughs> oh, boy. The man who learned he could suck water up into his anus and turned it into a career. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird superhero who's like, oh, God, the flood, whatever will we do? Don't worry. I'm here. <laughs> but what can you do? He just rips off. He's got, like, tearaway pants. <laughs> Like, oh my god, the indecency. Oh my god. And he just oh like there's like a tsunami coming and he just runs out on the beach, turns around, pulls down his pants and Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That I mean that's a talent. And then he looks back at the ocean and says, No, Poseidon, fuck you, and then shits it back out. Gross. (laughs) Look, the water's gotta come out. Basically an ocean enema. (laughs) Okay, moving along from that. Got crabs Um, in the butt. This is my last one. Oh my god, CJ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, my last one. Sumo wrestler removed from equestrian course for team event. What? Sumo wrestler removed from equestrian course for team event. Was he riding a horse? Yeah, I don't understand. Why was the, why was the sumo wrestler there? Was he the horse? I, I don't understand. Hmm. But he was removed. So I feel like he wasn't meant to be there. <laughs> Wait a minute, you don't look like a jockey. <laughs> so I'm like, it's what, what happened what I keep there? Telling you. Yeah, what happened there? It was, it was a weird one. I, I, I want to know more, but I'm also afraid at the same time. Mm. But yeah, that's my last one. 
Oh, I've just remembered. We didn't update on a story that you got sent to you a while ago about the um the the slave case. Yes. Do you still have that? Because I don't have it. I believe I do. So if you remember the story I edited for a few episodes about the couple that was keeping effectively a slave in their house, they have finally been yeah, in Melbourne. tried. Um, and as always, the sentence is pathetic. Yeah, when you when you initially told me this, I was so fucking angry. So I'm going to just read out the... Uh, so this comes from the Australian Federal Police. They were the ones who posted on it. So it went to the federal court, I would assume. <laughs> yep. So a Melbourne couple was yesterday sentenced... So this is back on the 22nd of July. A Melbourne couple was sentenced yesterday for modern slavery offences after keeping a woman in forced labour for nearly nine years. The court heard the couple kept the woman in squad conditions in the Melbourne home. She was forced to cook, clean, and care for the children over an eight-year period before she collapsed and was taken to a hospital weighing just 40 kilograms. In court, the couple were found guilty of all charges, including possessing a slave. The 53-year-old woman was sentenced to eight years in prison, which is only the length of the time they kept the slave. Yeah. And the 57-year-old man was sentenced to serve only six years. That's bullshit. <clears throat> that is such bullshit. Like, it, it makes me so angry. I mean, I'm glad that they got anything, obviously. Because mm-hmm. there was still a chance that they wouldn't. Because they were trying to use that they had special needs children as an excuse to keep them out of jail. <sighs> literally have people for that. It's yeah. literally someone's job. Yeah. No, but that, that was like a, a, uh, one of the reasons that they were trying to like um, like be kept out on bail and stuff. Like, like it's just So I'm, I'm glad that they got sentenced to anything, but I'm also so disappointed that it's so short. Yeah. She's being so disappointed. I know someone now who works in that industry as like they, they like a disabled or like special needs kids support worker. I guess I don't know the exact term, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And the term he's like, it's the best fucking job. He only has to work like maybe two or three hours at a time, and he's like, I turn up, the kid plays Fortnite, I cook him some beans, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, they pay me a decent amount of money for it. I'm like, huh, I reckon I could like cook beans and talk about fucking Fortnite and shit to kids for money? I have a feeling that not all of them are that easy. <laughs> I think that there's probably some very difficult um, cases out there. Yeah, possibly. Sounds like they just sort of like, what he does is just sort of like takes care of them for like a couple of hours or something. Although he was telling me a story mm. about um, <laughs> one of the girls he looks after and she wanted to make like jelly slice. Mm-hmm. And um, he forgot and he didn't have the ingredients. So they made a chocolate slice, and they were eating it. And she's like, oh, this is really good. And he's like, yeah, I know. And they're like, but where's the jelly slice we made? And he's like, um, you know what? I'll go get it. So he ordered jelly slice via Uber Eats. Oh, my God. <laughs> but only, like, <laughs> enough for him and her. And then they ate it. She had no idea. And then she was oh like, my God. oh, sweet. He's like, all right, probably time for me to take you home now. And she's like, okay. And she's like, I can't. Can we save some of the jelly slice for my mom so that she can have some? And he's like, oh, Fuck, I can't just oh, get no. more jelly slice because the mum's going to know that I've lied to their kid and that I bought this from the store and so I don't want to spend another 20. So what he did was, he's like, yeah, okay, we'll do that. And then like halfway driving home, he's like, oh no, I've forgotten the jelly slice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Since we're talking about um, uh, prison sentences that are fucked. Mm-hmm. I might go first, because my first one's kind of about that. No, mine's also a police story. Weird. Yeah. Mine's also just okay. taken from a new the a Facebook police page, so. But off you go. Okay. All right. Um, this is, when I was reading this, I was like, what the fuck? Anyway. Um, a man who shot his own son and his son's girlfriend will argue that his 34-year prison sentence is too long. Fuck, yeah, I read this article yesterday. This was fucked up. I would argue that it's too short for a double homicide, but whatever, I guess. So apparently his original sentence was 40, but it was reduced to 34 years in exchange for a guilty plea. I thought it was 40 years without parole, or was that the whole sentence was 40 years with no parole? It was It was kind of confusing, I'll be mm. honest. The um, article didn't, it kind of went f- like flip-flop back and forth. Yeah, I think you and I must have read the same one because I had the same thing where I was like, what, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, not sure, but so I'm just going to say that for yeah. now. Um, so the man doesn't deny that he did murder the two um, who were just 19 at the time they were killed. And he can't really explain why he did it apart from that it came from an alcohol-fueled rage after an argument. Yeah, then the argument was about the fact that his son was like, I want to move out. Yeah. So, and for some reason, he took a hit to his pride? 
Yeah, it's, it's a weird um, weird thing. So in the medical report for the sentencing, it did mention that he had a history of angry outbursts and that sometimes he had trouble recalling what he did during those outbursts. Mm. I'm still not hearing a valid reason for murdering two people, but I mean, not that there ever is a valid reason for killing two people, but... So the night of the murder, the son's girlfriend didn't want to go to the family barbecue, but ended up going anyway because obviously she wanted to support her boyfriend. Mm. The man's wife had even told her that the man was pissed as fuck, and that's a quote, And that, but that wasn't really seen as an issue because it was pretty much a weekly occurrence. Yeah. The father and son got into an argument at the dinner table over the fact that the son wanted to move into his mother's house. And yeah, weirdly, they think that that took, like, it was a hit to his pride. What? Guy's 19. I guess maybe because he's not, like, moving out of home, he's moving. He's, like, saying, oh, I prefer I guess. the other parent. But I guess. also entirely but, understandable I mean, also the situation. 19. Well, yeah, because clearly his father had issue with alcohol for one, two, an issue with anger. I don't know that I would want to live there. <laughs> so apparently the man had berated his son at one point for crying like a little baby. And apparently that was also a quote during the argument. So it sounds like a real quality guy. And then shortly after the man got his gun, shot his son in a bedroom of the house. Obviously, the son's girlfriend was terrified at this point and hid in a bathroom. So he shot through the door and then shot her at close range and left her body in the bathtub. Yeah. So it sounds to me like there was the argument going on and like him and the girlfriend have retreated to like their bedroom to try and get away from mm. it. And the dad just followed yeah. and, and shot him. I genuinely don't understand. I don't know that this sounds like a heat of the moment rage thing to me. Because they've removed themselves from the situation and then he's had to deliberately go and get the gun, go and chase them. Mm. Like, I feel like there's a lot of steps in between, like, the argument and him killing them. Yeah. And which at any point you could have, like, been like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, like, the whole, like, walking off to get the gun. Yeah. Assuming what I mean. Like, there's time the, in between safe, that. And then, like, walking through the house being like, I'm going to go kill my son and his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, um, and I don't think that... They were the only three people in the house either. So yeah, I, it sounded like they were I, like having a party. Yeah, it was like a family barbecue. So yeah, I, I don't know how much I buy that, but that's just my personal opinion based on what I've read. So the man does say that he's remorseful and thinks about what he did every day. Mm. So you fucking should, and you should have to live like that for the rest of your life. Like, I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> so this is what it said was the reason for his appeal. Um, and this is like a quote from like the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it is respectfully submitted that the reduction, taking into account the timing and circumstances together with the genuine remorse and in all the circumstances going to mitigation, was manifestly inadequate. Further, the cumulative effect of a too high starting point and a too low reduction has caused the, sen- has caused the sentencing process to miscarry and has resulted in a manifestly excessive non-parole period. I don't agree, personally. Yeah, I think his big argument is I know that like- we don't give out life often here, but I think... The cold-blooded murder of two people is enough yeah. for a life sentence, personally. I mean, it's certainly one of the longer sentences we've ever discussed on this show. Yeah, but that's because he killed two people for no reason. Yeah, but I feel like we've had we've had cases before where people have killed people for no reason and not gone that long. So. I do feel like in those cases, it's like a bit of a, a mental health discussion, but it doesn't sound like that was really a thing here. Like, he really did just kill them for no reason. Yeah. He killed them because he didn't want to feel bad about himself. Like, that's not... Yeah. I honestly think that any reduction that he gets would be a slap in the face for the family and like the girlfriend's family as well. I probably mm. particularly the girlfriend's family. I have no idea how this guy thinks that like it's okay to shoot two people and then go, oh, 34 years is too long. Yeah. I think I deserve less. I don't understand. I'm going to try an update for this one because I'm genuinely curious as to what will happen with the appeal. Um, and the hearing starts for that this week. I think it starts tomorrow. Mm. So... I would love to be able to like come back in a couple of weeks or a month or whatever and say that it got rejected. But honestly, I think that's gonna, what's going to happen. Yeah. Now knowing how fucked, like from doing this podcast, how fucked the Australian justice system is. Also, this only happened uh, last it was surprising. year. I'm surprised we didn't end up covering it because this was the first I ever heard of it. Yeah, this was the first I heard of it as well. It didn't come up on my radar at all. Mm. But yeah, I just, I don't, I personally don't agree with this. I don't think that he should be given an appeal for it. No. I think I think the sentence is too generous already. Mm. But yeah, that's the whole story. I'm going to try and update on that one because I do. I'm genuinely curious as to what will happen with it. Unfortunately, I feel like your story is set of a little bit of a theme for our episode. Oh no! But we'll get there in a bit because my first story does not 
entirely relate to that, but it is a, another police story. So this comes from the New South Wales Police Force Facebook page. And it goes, On the 2nd of August, a 23-year-old man sent a text message to his boss saying he had COVID and could not work as he had to isolate. This, in turn, led to all of the man's co-workers being stood down. They were all asked to go get COVID tests and self-isolate while they wait for the results, essentially shutting down the whole business. The place of employment then also had to be deep-cleaned, along with a handful of locations near his place of employment. Cool, that's fine if I'm, there's a COVID I'm assuming result. that he was lying. Later that same day, the COVID positive man sends another text message to his boss saying he's received the results from a second test and he's actually negative. Okay. So, yes, you're right. The matter was looked into he further lied. upon investigation. It was found that the man never received a positive test in the first place, nor had he actually even been tested. And on the 5th of August, he attended the Wollongong Police Station where he was arrested and charged for conveying false information that a personal property is in danger. I do agree with that. But also, um, it had been suggested to me multiple times to do this to my current job. Yeah, but look, here's what you do is you don't have to say I have COVID to chuck the mm. sickie. You can literally just go get the test done and then they tell you to isolate. This is true. Oh, so hang on, wait. He actually said that he had COVID. He said he was COVID positive. Okay, that's just fucking stupid. Right? You could at least lie and say like that the result was delayed or something if you wanted or, another. Or you could say, day. oh, look, I've woken up. I've had to go have a COVID test kind of thing. Because then that yeah, means not everyone that. has to shut down either. Why would you do that? Like, why would you say that? He's just chucking a sickie. I'm like, you're going to... Dude. Oh, you don't need to do that. You literally just say, I've got a cold. I'm going to go get COVID tested. I, look, this is New yeah, South Wales. For some reason, I heard that they had, like, that they shut it down because he had to get COVID tested. Not that he said that he was COVID no, positive. No, he said he was COVID positive, And then all his co-workers had to go get COVID tested because they've been in contact with them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> look. I get it. It's New South Wales. Maybe they don't realize this because, like, I've seen what they're doing up there. Yeah, I guess. You know, if you've got symptoms, you can just go get a COVID test and then you isolate while you wait for the results. And you just mm-hmm. say to your work, I'm isolating because I'm waiting on COVID results. And you don't have to go to work. They can't force you to go in. Jesus Christ. I literally lost a shift last week because I went and had a COVID test done. It's much more pleasant now as well, actually. It's not, um... It's, uh, yeah, the, the, I found the, it not too bad when I had it the done. The swab is really small now. It used to be like having a toilet brush shoved up there. And now it's just kind of like yeah. a stick of pasta. Well, like, um... When I had it done, I didn't like that they did your throat and then stuck the same thing up your nose. Yeah, but would you rather they stuck it up your nose and then into your throat? Well, for me, I went in because I had a really sore throat. So I'm like, mm. you've just taken the germs that I think are in my throat and stuck them up my nose. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're connected anyway. They are. But still, I don't know. It just felt weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I barely felt them. It touched my throat at all. Yeah, I didn't feel the throat one. The nose was just like a bit like, oh, like when it went past the point, you know? Yeah. Look, having had both the old one and the new one, I can definitely say the new one's a lot more easier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to do the old one then. The old one was nowhere near as bad as people made it out to be, but it definitely, like, your nose felt a little violated afterwards. Like, this one, <laughs> once the stick got taken out and I blew my nose on the tissue, that was it. Whereas the last one, like, for the rest of the day, I was like, ah, yeah, something's been up my nose and pulled all the crap out of it. <laughs> You're saying that I still felt like my sinuses were clear after? Because mm. you did both sides of my nose? Yeah, they did do both sides of mine as well. Yeah, anyway. What a dickhead. Yeah. What an absolute dickhead. He's, he's chucking a sickie and he fucked it up. And now he's lost his job as well. He didn't just get a day off. I mean, I'm assuming you'd lose your job over that. Uh, I would hope so, to be honest. Because, I mean, that's a huge inconvenience. They would have lost money. And all those other businesses that had to get deep cleaned. All that, like, everyone had to pay yeah. for that. Like, he affected more than just his own place of employment. All his co-workers yeah. who lost a day's wages. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> No, fuck that. That's that's fucked. I wonder if I'm ever going to get my $450 for getting a COVID test from the government. You should, shouldn't you? I did apply for it. I just, I don't know if it's coming through. I haven't heard or seen anything. Was, was that was that the end? Yeah, that's it. This guy's a dickhead. We don't like him. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I found um I found this article and I thought it was kind of interesting. You might find it interesting too because I know you like languages. Mm. But we're talking about Australian English, so it might not be that interesting. No. So it seems like at one point people were kind of scared that Australian speech was becoming too Americanized. Okay. Which it doesn't go into why in the article, but I assume it's because like as kids you kind of grow up on a lot of American TV, therefore you adopt like a lot of the way that they say things. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming was the case. But apparently that's not not what's happening. The Australian National University's Australian National Dictionary Centre that's a thing. Sorry, I just checked my emails. They are sending me my four hundred fifty dollars. Sweet. Oh, so many drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so I'm not going to repeat that because that was mouthful. But they are saying that the that Australian English is changing, but not in the way that we're adopting American 
um, habits, basically. So they're currently working on an update to the 2016 edition of the Australian National Dictionary, which I did not know was a thing. God, what's in that? It is, but... (laughs) And they're currently reviewing 5,000 entries for the update. That'd be a cool job. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool job. Right, are we going to let cunt be in the dictionary like this? (laughs) Is it still a swear? Maybe it's already in there, I don't know. Well, it probably is, but like, is it still a swear? (laughs) Here's some of the new words that are being considered to be added. Mm -hmm. Shang, which I'd never heard before. The fuck is a shang? So it's to give someone something. Never heard that before. Yeah, that new to me. Okay. Uh, flog, which I've obviously What's heard. Like to beat. I mean, that's probably the literal um, literal definition. But no, a flog's like an idiot. Oh. Oh, there's such a flog. Yeah. Well, no. I haven't heard that like, used like that. It's, it's an insult. Okay. No, I haven't heard it used you like never that. never heard that no. one? Oh, okay. No, that's definitely like a thing. I've definitely heard that one before. People use it a lot in video games. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, razzle. Razzle dazzle? It's an RSL club. No, it's a rizzle. I've heard that one before. Not as common. No, it's a rizzle. <laughs> it's a razzle. It's Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> oh, God, stop. No. <laughs> this one I hadn't heard and did not know was a thing. Fogan? Like a phony bogan? Yes. <laughs> Had never heard Fogan before, but I'm now adopting it, so it's fine. Smashed Avo, which I think should be obvious mm-hmm. to everyone. If it's not, Smashed Avocado. Oh, man. What did my roommates give me the other night? It was like pesto. Cheese and avocado with a bit of artichoke and some good. bread. And I was oh, like, artichoke, you lost me. I'm, I'm really into artichokes right now. Gross. It's like eating pork fat, but it's a vegetable. It's incredible. No, it's disgusting. Um. Anyway, you, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. Artichoke is disgusting. That's no, so good, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I always have trouble with this word. So you're going to say it instead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I can't say it, but you're, you're going to say it. Sausage. The word before it. Democracy? What? No, it's democracy. <laughs> Don't know why. I always have trouble reading that word out loud. Democracy sausage. That, I guess, for overseas listeners who don't know what that is, basically when we go vote, they usually put on like a barbecue and you can buy a sausage. Like a Bunnings sausage, but it's for democracy. Yeah, but like on a bit of bread. Yeah. It's literally the exact yeah. same thing, just instead of outside the Bunnings, it's outside a voting booth. Exactly. But like also our overseas listeners are not going to know what a Bunnings snag is. I feel like that's gaining international attention. Because of social media. Can you really not say democracy? I can say democracy now, but when I read it, I can't. Interesting. It's like people have issues when they try to, like, read subtlety. Yeah. Sub to... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think there's too many Cs or something. It confuses my brain. And, like, but once I hear it, I'm fine. But reading it, can't do it. Interesting. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So that's what that is. Um, So they're thinking about adding that. Um, They're also reviewing some older phrases or words that don't really get used anymore. Oh, no. Shazza and Bazza, they're out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got four examples of that. Mm-hmm. One's Cobber. No one uses that anymore. Yeah, I don't even really know what that is. I mean, I don't actually, I wouldn't know how to define it properly either. Yeah. I've definitely heard it in context before, but I don't feel like anyone says that. Cooey is another one that's going. Oh. I always feel like that's a bush thing My anyway. My grandmother will be devastated if she ever comes back to okay. Australia. Yeah. She, um, many times in our life has, uh, publicly embarrassed us by shouting cooey very loudly down the street or through the airport terminal to get our attention. <laughs> okay, so I guess for overseas listeners who don't know what that is, it's pretty much just the thing you yell. Yeah, you just shout it like cooey and it like yeah. to get attention. And like it travels. So like I always viewed that as like a bush thing anyway. Yeah. Because you can't see someone yell out whatever. Anyway. Um Stone the Crows. The only time I've ever seen that used is in like an ad for um the you know the whirly bird things you stick on the roof of people's houses to like suck the hot air yeah, out. Yeah, the ventilation thing. Then there's yeah. like one that uses like crows to advertise it, like bad CG crows from the early two thousands, and at the end of that one of them was saw Stein the crows. That's that's the only. I think time I might have I've heard like Alf Stewart on Home and Away say it. <laughs> that's about it, <laughs> and probably not recently. I don't even really know what it means, like. I don't really either, to be honest with you. Like, what's the expression meant to mean? Is it kind of similar, like, fuck me dead? Like, oh my god, or something? Or... You know what? We're just going to Google it right now. One of my regulars, he's an English guy, comes in. He's, uh, his favorite thing to say is shit the bed. I mean, it's pretty... You tell him something, he's like, is that right? Say. Well, shit the bed. Fucking <laughs> 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 like, Maybe don't do that, actually. It's apparently a British phrase that is just like, you're shocked or surprised. Okay, so not far off saying, like, fuck me dead. Yeah, no, yeah. it's literally the same thing. Yeah, out um, of that. The other one is strike me pink. Is what? Strike me pink. Strike me pink. I feel like I've heard my grandfather say that. Like, embarrassed? I don't think so. G- it's another gay? just, like, 
No, no, no. It's another like <laughs> fuck me dead kind of yeah. thing. So apparently you used to express astonishment. So it's just like, yeah. All right. It's pretty much the same. But yeah, I haven't well, heard I that. I agree with their removal. <laughs> same, because we don't know what they actually mean. So No doubt, though, there's going to be like some boomer Facebook page somewhere complaining about them removing these classic Australian phrases from the dictionary. Probably. How the youth but I mean, the whole, thing about, but the whole thing about the dictionary is that it's what is relevant. Yeah. Language changes. Exactly. So, like, I completely agree with, like, well, I mean, and it's not saying that they're taking them out. They're just reviewing them. Yeah. I have, um, they might leave them. I get a lot of language videos on TikTok. The algorithm seems to know. And there was this one Mm. woman on there who was showing off, um, the evolution of, like, old, middle, and modern English. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's talking, like, she's like, if you go back to, like, 1000, it's, she, like, spoke, like, English then. And I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? And then she moved to Middle English. And I was like, okay, I can kind of work it out. And then she moved to, like, English from Shakespeare's time, and I'm like, it's basically modern mm. English. <laughs> yeah. That was very interesting. So another thing that they noted was that there's been some changes to how we use phrases. Mm-hmm. So one in particular that was um, quoted was, like, how good is it? Mm. I think I think they cited, like, the example that ScoMo used it in his um, campaign. <laughs> so it used to be used, like, a literal way, like, how good is something. But now it's more, like, Ironic, sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, and use an ironic way. <laughs> Not like you wouldn't really say it literally anymore. <laughs> so I don't know. I do think that's kind of interesting how like language changes over time. That happens and a it's lot. Not actually, even like in a big way. Where like words become the opposite of what they originally were. Yeah. Um, which I find kind of funny because I just feel like that means that humans are really sarcastic for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and like thinking about it, I definitely don't speak the same way that I did like 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I actually say the word yeet unironically. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I definitely talk you know, differently. I, I don't know. Sometimes some, like, things that I'll say things about thinking that, you know, back in the day, no one would bat eye at, and now I'm like, oh, God, I'm about to get cancelled. Like, well, um, Occasionally. We can cut that, but. No, no, I'll, no look, I'm going to come out and say it, because, like, it, is, it, it happens, and, like, look, I'm trying, but occasionally the R word will slip out, because when I grew up and went through high school, that was just mm. the thing. Everyone used it all the time. I actually had someone say it to me twice the other day, and it genuinely was a thing that we used to say all the time. Yeah. And in, I, I never um, say like, it primary in school? reference to another person. I always use it in the context of, like, this particular thing is that, or, like, if something's really. But that's why it's offensive. Yeah. Like, I never use it at someone. But it's like, yeah. I get it. And I, I don't, I, I try not to use it. But sometimes, you know, it's just like, it slips yeah, out. It slips and out. it's just because I grew up yeah. with that kind of thing. And like, I know that's a shitty excuse, but bear with me. I'm trying. I um, I definitely feel like I've removed that completely. Mm. There was oh, a mean, time like, where I struggled with I, it. I, I like, it slipped out twice in the past year. So, you know, it's not exactly like a common occurrence. But like, you know, another one that was so prevalent when I was in like your primary school was the, like, if you... Like saying that's gay. Yeah. That was absolutely all the time about pretty much everything. Um, I've definitely successfully removed that as well from my vocabulary about how I speak. Mm. But there was a time where that was hard to not say that because I was so used to saying it. Yeah. And I mean, in that way, I think language is changing for the better. Because I know like people are like, oh, it's just like being woke or whatever. And it's like, it's not. It's just being considerate of other people and their feelings. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I'm sure there's something we're saying right now that in five years' time, we're going to be like, oh, I can't believe we used to say that. Ugh. Oh, absolutely. You know, like how, like, I'm not going to say it because I feel like it's offensive, but what we used to call sex workers, mm. I don't feel like that's good. Let's just not say that. <laughs> Let's just say sex worker. Like, what difference does it make? Sex worker. But, like, you know, like, people who get, like, super offended that you can't say things like that anymore, I'm like, why? What difference does it make? Mm. It, it means the same thing. And you're not hurting someone's feelings. Let's just do that instead. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's also, like, kind of cool to see how even, like, our insane local slang changes. Yeah. No, I, I love it. As well. Like, I don't know. I think it's cool. I'm a big fan of, like... Shit like this. Entomology, I think, is the proper term we're looking for here, but, like, yeah. Anyway, I just thought I thought that was cool when I read it, and I'm like, no, you'd definitely be interested in that. Indeed. Now, I'm going to uh, get back on the other accidental theme of our episode and bring oh, the God. mood down. Okay. Excellent. Quote, hello, everyone. Just wanted to say that I'm not dead, and I'm very, very lucky to still be alive, and I can't believe what's happened, and I am so, so, so sorry to all the families I've put in pain because of stupid mistakes that I made that has costed five lives. What? This is posted to social media alongside a hospital bed selfie of from a teenage driver of a car that hit a telephone pole in Washdyke, just north of where I used to live in Timaru in New Zealand. So, a lot like my last car crash story, 
The car hit a telephone pole and split in two, once again sending the front and the back half of the car into different locations. I didn't even know that that was a thing that actually happened. Like cars split in two like that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, what kind of force do you have to be going at to have that happen? So that was the driver of the car. The other five teens in the car all died in the accident. Jesus. One of which was found in the boot of the car by police. Were they in there when it crashed? Yes. Fuck. All those who died were between the ages of 15 and 16. The driver was a 19-year-old. Jeez. That's just really bad because it's like so avoidable. Yeah. Araki Area Commander Inspector Dave Gaskin said, quote, because this, like, this is the town I first remember, like, this, this is where I first gained consciousness was in this town. You know, this is why my earliest memories were from Timaru. So it's part of the reason I did the story. Mm. Quote, Timaru is a very small community, and I'm sure this is going to touch a lot of people. I knew one of the boys, the family of one of the boys. It's a tragedy that will reverberate around our community for a long time. It's one of the worst jobs we do. So, like, can you imagine, like, being a policeman and you turn up and you're like, oh, cool, that's my friend's kid. Dead. Jeez. So, the cause of the accident has not yet been revealed. However, a local resident who lives only 500 metres from the scene of the accident, he called police earlier that evening, just before 6pm, and he reported several cars doing burnouts along the intersection. It is a mm. noted popular spot with what we call boy races. Boy races. Boy races. I'm assuming that's like a drag race. Uh, boy racer is like a Kiwi slang. Uh, it's basically for yeah a young person who drives in a fast and aggressive manner or is involved in like custom car culture. So like okay. guys <laughs> that you'd you remember the old Australian ad with like with, you put your little pinky up at those guys because yes. they got small dicks. Well, they're all boy racers in New Zealand. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Okay. <laughs> so is is that meant to be like offensive? Uh, it's a bit like you're saying like you're a kid basically. Like he thinks yeah, he's like okay. a fucking okay. Formula One driver, but he's just a child. <laughs> yep, yeah. Okay. Boy racer. Okay. Yep. Uh, a quote from the resident. I just had to ring triple one, which is their triple O, and said mm-hmm. they had to send someone out to sort these buggers out. And I said they're only getting worse and worse and worse. I said they're starting early tonight. If you don't send somebody, someone else is going to get killed at this stage. Uh, he was asleep at the time of the crash, and he was unsure if police ever did attend the scene. However, the article reports the man was quite distraught when his wife told him what had happened, because you know he had called up earlier in the night to tell Jeez. people that. Like, yeah, <sighs> I mean, I can see why they do it there. It's a very long stretch of road so good for like drag racing i get why it's mm. a popular spot but fucking hell why would you do it with five people in the car and one in the boot yeah i think the, the one in the boot is the one that gets me because that's just so dangerous to begin with yeah fuck yeah it's bad yeah, it's really bad yeah so it's really horrible car accident kind of thing i was like fuck now they've released the names of any of the kids yet but i don't know part of the reason i read the article was i was like oh shit i wonder if a small town. I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone I knew was in there, but then I found it was all teenagers. I'm like, okay, well, I wouldn't have known them because everyone I knew from New Zealand would be my age by now. Mm. It's just so silly. Yeah. Didn't, didn't need to happen that way. wonder how fast they were going. It'd have to be really fast. It'd, ha- it'd have to be right to split a car into Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm also going to talk about injuries at least. Cool. Not that bad mm. though. Over the weekend, so this actually happened on Saturday, so only like two days ago. Two soldiers went swimming just north of Lockhart River, which is basically about as northern Queensland as you can get. I've never heard of it, but yep. Do you want to have a guess at what happened to these guys? Mm, attacked by a shark. Close, but crocodile. no. Crocodile. <laughs> they both got attacked by a saltwater crocodile. Oof. One of the men was in his early 20s and suffered head, chest, and arm injuries, <sighs> while the other man was in his early 30s and he suffered not as bad injuries, but he'd suffered wrist and arm injuries. They're both in hospital. The um the younger guy is in a really serious but stable. Condition. I mean, they're fucking lucky they're alive. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not sure if they didn't understand that there would absolutely be crocodiles in that water. Were they Australian or doesn't specify? So they won't release any details of these men. Apart from I feel like they a rough like, age. They'd have to be non-Australian, surely. That's what I was thinking because I'm like everyone who lives in that area would be like, "Fuck that." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I completely understand what happened or how they ended up in the water to begin with, because they were they were swimming. So, mm. but it looks like the younger man was the one that was actually attacked, and then the other one jumped in to try and help, and got injured in the I process. Was like, it's very odd for the crocodile to go after both. So that makes sense. Because what it would normally do, right, would be like it would grab the first person, and then they dive down deep and they roll around down there until you suffocate, die. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how terrifying that would be. I can picture the river now. It'd be like muddy too, so like the water wouldn't be like clear. You wouldn't be able to see it coming. Um, So the defense department wouldn't confirm really anything about these men. You got rough ages, but that's really the only details. No idea if they were locals, if they weren't, if they were Australian, if they weren't. Defense department. Um, And they wouldn't. They wouldn't actually say if they were on or off duty at the time either. Hmm. What are they hiding? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might just be that they don't release those details be, yeah. to the media anyway. But it's it. They're saying that the younger man is very lucky to be alive. Apparently, he lost a lot of blood um, at the scene, and both men said that apparently it was like two and a half meter crocodile. Jesus, they get big. I don't know how they walked away from that. Mm. My advice: just don't go swimming when you're like at the top end of the country. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Not in any rivers, not in the ocean. Just stay away. Just don't do it. There's too many things in there that really want to kill you. They got swimming pools for a reason. But yeah, I, I mean, we don't get that many croc attacks. That's probably going to be like one of the worst ones in a long time, yeah. to be honest. I mean, usually the person doesn't survive at all, so. Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, yeah. You're not going to spend any time on it, because every three months, some poor bug is being mauled to death by a crocodile and all the end and blah, blah, blah. What was that fucking speech? What was that speech with that cooked Polly? <laughs> He's about talking about like gay marriage, and then he's like, "I ain't gonna spend any time on it." Wasn't let that, a um, thousand blossoms bloom? <laughs> fuck, who was that? If you just type "let a thousand blossoms," no, it's not Barnaby Joyce. Bob Catter. Bob Catter. That's the it. Federal yeah, member yeah. for North Queensland, Cedar Kennedy. I feel like it's something you know. Uh, Barnaby would say something just as cooked as that anyway. Yeah, I think that's why it was in my mind. Fucking hell. God, yeah, I remember that. That was that's so weird. Wild. Those of you who don't know what we're talking about, this was uh, a politician's response. During the gay marriage referendum about his stance on it, and he yeah. said he didn't care very awkwardly, and then deflected into some like pre-made speech with a different voice about people being eaten by crocodiles in the northern half it of the was country. So fucking <laughs> weird. Look it up. Just type in "let a thousand blossoms bloom." It's the first video result. It's hilarious. Yeah, like I just I don't know what happened. Something <laughs> snapped in his brain, and he just went with it. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Why are the politicians of this country so fucking cooked. They, truly, they are. <sighs> I mean, what you had Barnaby drunk in Parliament, in Parliament the other day. Jesus Christ! What about he was? Remember his fucking Christmas message? Oh, was that when he was on his Where farm? He was on his farm playing cowboy, and yeah, he's yeah, just I like, remember that. Fucking hell! God. <sighs> yeah, Australian politics. What a time! I'm going to talk about another weird Australian creature okay. who isn't a politician. Now, <laughs> you like or maybe loves a better description? Vampires. Am I correct? I do. I absolutely yeah. do. Do you know about Australia's vampire? The no. Yarramayahu? Okay, I don't know what you just Yarramayahu. said. Yarramayahu. No. I don't know what Yarramayahu. that is. Yarramayahu. It's the Australian vampire. Aussie Is Dracula. that like an indigenous word for it? It, it is, yeah. This is, a, this is a creature that's existed in history for a well, myth for a long time in Australia. Okay. Besides having a super fun name to say, absolute <laughs> bastard of a type though, it's got three hyphens in it. Oh, geez. Okay. The Yarramayahu follows the typical vampire trope of being sexy as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. By which I mean it's a bright red-skinned cross between a dwarf and a frog with a giant head to the same size as the rest of its body. Okay, that's not where <laughs> I was going with sexy, but cool. <laughs> it lives in fig trees, waiting for people to come rest in the shade below, and it's only active in the daytime. So it's a, it's a bit of an odd vampire, but it is a vampire. So, it yeah, it's just, you know, it's doing its own thing. Yeah. It was like, you know, all your other vampires out at night, fuck that, I'm going to do yeah. the opposite. They, they won't be expecting a day vampire. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Also controversial, I suppose, to the typical vampire law is the Yadamayahu, which I will say at every opportunity I can, features no <laughs> teeth. Hang on, wait, how does it get the blood? It uses the suckers on the ends of its hands and feet. <laughs> I do not I like that. I told you, it's a cross between a, re- a dwarf and a frog. I do not, I do not like that <laughs> at all. That makes me very uncomfortable. Don't love it. Oh, God. There are some great oh, art creatures. The mental well, pictures. Honestly. You should look it up. Just, like, Google Yarma Yahoo and have a look at images. You'll get an idea. I mean, how do you spell that? Y- Yara? Y-A-R-A, like, ma, M-A, ya, Y-H-A, and then who. Like, ah, okay. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Please, if you're listening to this, Google it right now so you can have the exact same visceral reaction that I just had. I quite like it. I think it's a very interesting creature. It's it's fun. As cryptids go, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, there's one that's like Elmo-like, and I don't <laughs> love that. Obviously, a lot of it's just like fan art and people's uh, interpretations, I suppose. Okay, there's one that's actually really cute. All right, okay. You, you turn around, you, you happy with the Yarabi Yahoo now? <laughs> no, I, I'm going to show you the one that I think is really cute. I quite like this one Here, where someone's implemented, um, <laughs> that's pretty good actually. I, I quite like the third one that turns up on Google Images where it's got like traditional uh, Indigenous Australian, you know how like when they paint themselves mm. for the ceremonies, he's got those kind of markings on. Probably not accurate because of how this works with them not actually being considered, we'll get, we'll get to it, it's interesting. Hang on, wait, what I am noticing in these depictions though is that their junk is very much out. 
I haven't noticed that part, but as far as I'm aware, yes, they are naked. So, Indigenous Australian tales tell of people seeking shade from the hot sun under fig trees, where the Yarmayahu sits above in the treetops waiting for its prey, at which point it drops down from the trees above, latching onto the human below, and begins sucking blood through its hands and feet. And I am wondering if this went on to inspire the drop bear. I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. I don't think. Um, Because, I mean, it sounds a lot like a drop bear. So, once the Yarmayahu... Apart from, like, drop bears just maul and kill you. Not with the sucker things. Yeah. Honestly, probably the better fate than what the Yahoo will do to you. So once it's done drinking your blood, once oh, it's had enough okay. of the feed, it will then swallow the person whole like a snake. Okay, I'm very uncomfortable. Which must be thirsty work, because the next thing it'll do is it takes a drink of water, and then it has a nap. Mm-hmm. Then it, when it wakes up... I mean, you have a big meal, you have a nap. Yeah, I get then it, it wakes up, and like a bad hangover, it throws up immediately, spewing forth the whole person it swallowed earlier. Ew. However, notably, the victim will now be a little bit shorter, and their skin has less faint redness to it. This is very specific. The Yarmayahu will then swallow the person again, and uh, it repeats this process several times until the victim is turned into a Yarmayahu themselves. Right, okay. Yeah. So they don't just ever like eat someone? No. They get their nutrition from the blood, and then they swallow and spew up someone to turn them into a Yarmayahu. Now, if this is not bad enough, the Yarmayahu does not kill you. During this whole process, you are alive. Oh, no. I, no, I don't like this. Also, and I know no, you're going to hate this, apparently it runs like a cockatoo. No. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> Dear God, no. So like most stories of terrifying <laughs> creatures, uh, this one's believed to serve as a warning, particularly towards children, to stop them wandering off into the Australian outback alone. You know, the outback, of course, yeah, being the most that. dangerous place in the world where everything can kill you, which is what I think international mm-hmm. listeners believe. Uh, however, if you live here, you'll know mm-hmm. the outback is a dangerous place where the great many things that can harm and kill you. A subtle difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Including a Yarmiyahu as well. Yeah. So, like the Bunyip we spoke about months ago, um, Dr. Mm-hmm. Emily Zarka on YouTube on the channel Storied, she's done a great 10-minute video on it, where this is where I first learned about the Yarmiyahu a while back. We'll link it in the show notes if you want to go watch it. It's a pretty good video. She goes a little bit more into, like, the legend around it and some of the stories relating to it. Uh, one thing mm-hmm. I found interesting that she mentions in that is that, effectively, uh, according to Indigenous Australian belief, is that um, humans are just sort of, like, one category of, like, creatures that share this planet. Yeah, there'll be, like, humans, animals, and then there's a couple of other ones, but the one that the Yarmayahu falls into is called Spirit Men. Uh, okay. So there's all a bunch of different kinds of Spirit Men around Australia and, like, through, supposedly, the stories go. Uh, they typically live and work alone, but they're considered kind of like, if you're familiar with, say, something like the Jinn, where it's just another entity mm-hmm. that exists on this planet that was put here by the creators of whatever, who just live alongside of us and it's part of the natural order of things. Yeah, okay. Now- Naturally, because of these stories, when European invaders first arrived, they assumed that the Yamayahu was a real creature. <laughs> and in fact, one early researcher thought that it might have even been a warped oral history of an extinct race of pygmy hominids who lived alongside Australia's first peoples. What the Which, fuck? I, maybe? That'd be kind of cool if it was. I don't think it is, because we've got no bone evidence of there ever being non-homo sapien hominids living in Australia, but... Eh, eh. Mm. <laughs> You know, that, that <laughs> island of the pygmy humans, Homo florensis, I think it is? That was only over in Indonesia. It's not that far away. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, I, don't I don't think they were dropping out I of trees and the... drinking your blood. <laughs> or, like, throwing up bodies. No, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like this is... Don't feel like this so how do you feel about today. the Australian vampire? Don't love would it. Would you rate the... If I'm who, honest. You wanna, um, if you had to pick one, would it be Spike, uh, Bill, or uh, the Yamiyahu? I mean, out of those three options, I'd probably go Spike. <laughs> but I've got to be honest, they're not all great options. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, as a person, I think Bill's probably the least shit of those three, but... I mean, he's still problematic. Oh, oh, yeah. But if we're talking, like, purely um, superficial, mm. Spike, sure. <laughs> <sighs> I couldn't think of any other vampires. Blade? He's technically a vampire. That's true. I mean, like, if we're going to talk about, like, pure aesthetics, what about Eric? That's true. I forgot about him. Very tall. Related yes. to the clown from... it. Yes. And Floki from Vikings. I was going to say, Loki's not a vampire. <laughs> Floki. Well, he's not a vampire. The actor, the actor is related. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite movie vampire from a purely aesthetic point of view? Should we do a poll? I'm assuming you're asking the litmus. Yeah, we'll we should. We should. I, but, like, how, how many do we put in the poll? I don't know. You got to put um, 
Alice from Twilight in there for me. Well, yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of women will be voting for that as well. As the best character in Twilight after the dad vampire, I guess. He's not a vampire. You're talking about Bella's dad. No, the dad vampire. I mean, Carlisle. Yeah, he was all right. He didn't do anything. Exactly. And he wasn't really in the movie, so that's why he was a better character. (laughs) Alice is barely in the movie. Yeah, okay. And, like, also, how far back do we go? Um, You definitely got to have... Oh, uh, you got to have the vampires from What We Do in the Shadows in there, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Including the really, really old thousand one. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were their names? I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen what? that. I kind of want to watch it now. What? I haven't watched... I should watch the TV show. I haven't watched the TV show either. I think it'd be good, I though. I it was good. Ooh, it's a ghost cop. <laughs> you got Viago, <laughs> Vladislav, Deacon. He's a bit of a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, that movie oh, came out in 2014. Who else is it? But yeah, like, I, like, do we go back to, like, the 80s with, like, Lost Boys and stuff? I quite like that movie. That's a good movie. I like that movie, too. Mm. Or, like, the original um, the original Buffy movie, which I don't think you've seen. No, still. I haven't. It's not good. You don't need to see it. What's that yeah. vampire from? The, uh, the one from Nosferatu? Yeah, yeah. Played by Mac, Mac Shriek, Count Orlock. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's someone out there who's or wants Count Orlock. Who was, um, who was Dracula in the Keanu one? Count was in a vampire movie? Yeah, he was in Dracula. The one that came out in the 90s. Dracula. Winona Ryder was... Him and Winona Ryder were in that. But who was Dracula? Bram I think Gary Strong Oldman. Is a Dracula. It was Gary Oldman. There we go. I mean, he was alright in that. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is in that as Van Helsing. Yeah, that's right. I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't time, seen this movie at all. Uh, it's, it wasn't that bad. 75 on the Rotten Tomato. Yeah, I thought it was alright. Rotten Tomato. Has there really been, like, no other decent vampire movies recently? Is, is Twilight it? I'm not saying that's decent, by the way. Vampire movies. Ooh. Underworld. We're, we're really Blood like going Wars. on a side here, but whatever. It's re- relevant to my interest. See the episode. <laughs> you got the, the Underworld series. Oh, how are we forgetting that? Like, Selena, she's hot. What? Oh, God. My computer. She dying. What else we got? Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. A classic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Haven't seen that one. Um, Let the right one in. Oh, that is, I mean, that is a really good movie. That's a really like, good movie. Especially the original. Yeah, the one that was the foreign one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Although, also, that, that really vampire is a child, so please. Yeah, no, we're not going to include them on this list. It's a vampire yeah. movie. Yeah, it's just a good movie. The book's really good as well, by the way, if you are a reader. Apparently, the, there was a Van Helsing movie back in the mid-2000s that had vampires in it. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was Van Helsing. I, I actually think I liked that when it came out. I don't think it was a good movie, but... <laughs> <laughs> I did like oh, it. Oh, God, here's a movie I have seen. I don't remember there being vampires in it, but Ultraviolet? I haven't seen that. That's a movie. <laughs> Teen movies about vampires. Buffy. The Lost oh, Boys. God. Vampires suck. The Lost Boys, the, the Tribe. There's a sequel to The Lost Boys? It can't be good. It came it? out in 2008. I was going to say, I Okay, well, that sounds terrible. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. I think I've seen uh, Fred 2. Night of the Living Fred. Remember Fred from YouTube? Oh my god, okay, He's, yeah. he's in a vampire movie. <laughs> okay. Salem's Lot? Isn't that where Eminem is from? Salem's Lot. <laughs> Look, there's that? a lot of vampire movies out there, but I don't recognize most of them. Okay. So, yes, okay. I think the answer is there is just, while there's a lot of vampire movies, there's very few good vampire movies. <laughs> I was trying to remember, there was one other one that came out when I was in, like, high school. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, ooh, this one might be alright. It's called Thirst. It's a South Korean vampire movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. 2009. They do good horror. Okay, so I feel like we missed the most obvious one from Dust or Dawn. Never heard of it. Interview of the Vampire. Hello. Yeah. Daughters of Darkness, 1971. Oh my god, that was a Blood Rain movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad, from what I hear. Yeah, I, I can imagine it would be. This is an I, interesting I loved one. those video games, though, by the way. That was so fucking good. What about Dracula 2000? Do you remember that? No. Had a really banger of a soundtrack. Mm. Terrible movie. Mm. Well, I have to edit all of this in one day. So if you've got a vampire movie you highly recommend that we've missed, you can send us an email about it at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fmedeadpodcast. Visit our website, fmedeadpodcast.com. Please subscribe, leave a review, like, share, tell your friends. And if for whatever reason you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so over at coffee.com forward slash fmedeadpodcast. Beautiful. Like the Yarama Yahoo. I would not say that <laughs> at all. I, I hope, if you're listening, that you do Google it, just so you can get the full effect. Yeah. I definitely go watch the video I said about that like. by Emily Zarka. She has good stuff. I'm going to have nightmares about it now. I wonder if it makes, you know, the old Yahoo! You reckon it does oh that? Oh, my God. It drops out Probably of the tree. Probably not. Is that where Yahoo got it from? I doubt Yahoo it. Yahoo. I really doubt it. It's a front. 
by an underground Yarmayahu cult that's secretly running the world. <laughs> Do you remember when Yahoo Sirius tried to sue Yahoo for stealing his name? I, who the fuck is Yahoo Sirius? Oh my god, you don't know who Yahoo Sirius is? It's so Australian. I thought. Is he the know. founder of Yahoo? No, he's not. So he was an actor in like the 90s, I guess. He was in Reckless Kelly, which was a movie about Ned Kelly. What was the other big one that he was in? Um, fuck, there was like Young two. Einstein. Young Einstein, that's the one. I remember Young Einstein used to really upset me as a child because there's a scene where they bake a pie of kittens. Oh, God. And I was very upset about it. Yeah. But also had a banger of a soundtrack. No, I don't reckon it was this guy at all. Wow. Honestly, we should watch Reckless Kelly and Young Einstein. They're good movies. Okay. Well, I mean, good in relative terms. They're funny. Um, but yeah, he obviously his real name is not Yahoo Serious. <laughs> so mm. um, yeah, he tried to sue Yahoo for stealing his name. He didn't How'd win. that go for him? No. Yeah, it didn't go well. Anyway, that's probably enough crapping on. So I'll probably leave it here. Yahoo Serious, a victim from Sydney home after falling $27,000 behind in rental payments. Jesus Christ. Yahoo's in getting serious still. trouble now. Okay, I'm just going to end the episode <laughs> there because that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you so much again for listening this week, and we'll be back at the same time next week. Goodbye. You've 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 abandoned. Oh, I'm not there yet. Yet, the so other? I just want to say ta-ta and farewell, and don't rest under fig trees. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>